Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. Former U.S. Representative, former Judge Ted Poe. Great friend of mine. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. Doing great. Thank you, Joe. Let me ask you something, Ted. Who the hell are these people? Who are these guys? (laughs) Uh, Now, for those who are listening, I'm showing a picture of me interviewing Ted Poe. I look like I'm about 14. You might be 26 or 27. Um, That was in the last century sometime. That literally was the last, uh, you know, uh, more than a decade ago. Um, This is from 2007, Ted. And 15 years ago, guess what we were talking about as I filled in for Glenn Beck on Headline News? Just take a guess. The border. A hundred percent. And during that interview, I asked you the same questions I'm going to ask you today. How do we fix it? Why is it so broken? Why are they doing this? Now, here's what I know, because I know you well. You really want to fix the border. You really love this country, and you really love legal immigration, um, and you are as serious then as you're going to be today. Ted, why has nothing gotten done? Who, who are the powers that are so overlording that they've been able to continue this problem at the border that you and I tried to fix 15 years ago? Well, it's the elites in Washington, D.C. They uh, believe and want open borders. And so they have gone by any means necessary uh, forever to make sure that the borders are not secure, that Americans are not safe from uh, invaders uh, coming into the United States without permission. And it has worked, Uh, even though uh, during the Trump administration and some uh, to some extent before that, uh, there has been the wall built in partial places. Uh, but now uh, uh, the wall is irrelevant because the people in charge of the country want open borders and they're going to have open borders whether the rest of us who have to suffer, who live in Texas and the border states, now all America, whether we like it or not, they're going to have open borders and they have gotten their way. Can you imagine? Five million people will have entered the United States since Biden took office by the end of the year without permission. Five million. Now, Joe, how many does it take to be an invasion into the United States? You'd think five million would qualify to that. But here we are, years later, same problem. The border's not secure. And so we get everybody coming in, the good, the bad, and a lot of ugly. Yeah, and bringing I- with it crime, drugs, human sex trafficking, and everything else. And the only people making money off of the open borders are the crime syndicates, the international crime syndicates. The drug cartels being one of those. It's uh, U.S. Re- former U.S. Representative Ted Poe. Ted, let me just say this. You look exactly the same. I don't know what happened to me, <laughs> but you look exactly the same. If you're not seeing the picture, you've got to go back and rumble and check it out later because it's a, it's a classic. Um, you're right. If, if somebody lined up 50,000 people on our border, we'd send the military to protect our homeland. But because they're doing it 7,000 a day, 8,000 a day, which is a ton, um, which equals 250,000 a month just about, um, there, it's just allowed. And if you ask Karine Jean-Pierre about it, she says, nobody's walking across the border. What are you, crazy? You ask Kamala Harris about it, she says, our border is secure. Ted, uh, I'm losing my mind here because you and I see it, and now suddenly there's a little bit of traction because Eric Adams in New York realizes, oh, crap, this is not easy to take, and he's only got a few thousand. Same thing with Lori Lightfoot. Same thing with Muriel Bowser. Same thing with Martha's Vineyard that launched their 50. Oh, my God, we got 50. Um, they had to get rid of them. So they're starting to wake up a little bit, but you and I, 15 years ago, we were very optimistic. We really thought if we can get a, a Republican in office, get a Republican House and Senate, which Trump had for his first, for his first two years, we can probably do something about this. And he tried. Why, why didn't he get it done? If he would have gotten the border wall done, I don't see Biden tearing it down. Why didn't it get done? It was just too much red tape in Washington? Too much red tape, too much incompetence in uh, getting it built 
taking too long. After all, it was a government operation trying to build the, the border wall. And uh, for a lot of other political reasons, people trying to stonewall the building of it, stonewall funding it, all of those factors played uh, into the fact that the border wall did not get secure, is not built, and now the border's not secure. And we, we opened the doors to anybody who wants to come to America for any reason, come on over because America has the most dangerous border, international border in the world, according to the UN. And we let folks in, and here we are years later, suffering the consequences for having an open border. And I, of course, I think it's political from the uh, Democrats and the Biden administration. That's one of the, the many reasons why the border is not secure. And the idea that someone would say that it is secure has lost their mind. Of course, Kamala Harris hadn't been down to the border. Right. She's too afraid to go to the border. It's too dangerous probably for her to go down to the border uh, to see it for firsthand. And how Americans in other parts of the country believe that we have a secure border Come on, let's go. I'll take anybody who wants to go down to the Texas border and we'll just stand and watch what happens. Had a Texas Ranger tell me uh, when I was down there, I asked him, I said, what's it like down here? And he said, uh, Congressman Poe, after dark, it gets Western wow. down here at the border. And so it's a, it's a tough place. And here we have Americans living on the American side of the border. Go down there and you'll see all of those homes right there on the border with bars on their windows, bars on their doors. And the citizens and the legals that are living on our side of the border, of course, they are armed to the hilt, too, because they are afraid of their own safety with getting everybody coming across. When you've got Democrat mayors and Democrat sheriffs there on the border saying we're on Trump's side here. We're not happy with what's going on here. Uh, when we get, you've got the El Paso mayor as a Democrat who right. himself has bust more illegal aliens into the into like New York and Chicago and elsewhere than Greg Abbott even has. So, I mean, that's all true. But let me ask you this. If you're a bad guy, Ted, and you're not, you don't have a bad bone in your body. But if you're a bad guy and you want to do bad things to America, why wouldn't you send uh, your, your troops and pretend they're from Peru? Um, we had several people who are from Middle Eastern countries with ties to terrorist groups that we know of that have been caught at the border trying to pass as Hispanic when, in fact, they're from the Middle East. Wouldn't you send every bad person you could think of knowing they're going to get in? Absolutely. And that's what Venezuela's doing. They're sending us all of their criminals out of their prisons, sending them up to America, you know, like Cuba did uh, years and years ago. By 1980. They cleared yep. their prisons out, sent them to Florida. Um and so we're, we're doing that. We're suckers. And how we can have an administration that allows that to occur is awful. The first duty of government, you know, people ask that question all the time. Why do we even have government? Well, the first duty is to protect the people in the country. And our government, the federal government, has totally failed at protecting the people in this nation. And it's your opinion that if you ask them, hey, we've got to do something about all the illegal aliens in this country, they're going to throw their hands up and say, well, we can't send back $5 million. Let's just give them a path to citizenship. You think that's the game? That is the game. Oh, of course. It's going to be another amnesty down the road. Uh, in due time, the Democrats are going to say, oh, we can't send people back. You know, that might hurt their feelings. So therefore, let's just give them all amnesty and let them stay. And meanwhile, the border will stay open. It's open to everybody. There is no plan on the part of the left to ever close the border and require people to come into the United States legally. And, and this idea that America 
uh, you know, is racist and doesn't let people in. We let a million people in legally every year yep. into the United States. That's more than the Europeans do. And all of Europe led into their countries. So we let po- folks in the right way. And by the way, those people who come in the right way, they make great American citizens. Oh, absolutely. Because they, they know they're working for something that's great. Uh, and the people that are g- coming here and just being handed stuff, they didn't work for anything. And, and, and they won't have the same appreciation. It's former judge, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe. Ted, let me ask you this, because I truly believe, uh, and people have to go and vote to make this happen, but I truly believe the House and Senate both go back to the Republicans after this midterm. That's a good thing. But what I've heard historically is, yeah, but Biden's still going to be in there. He gets to write these executive orders. He's not going to sign any bills that we send him. So what can you legitimately do? You were in the House a long time. What could you do if you get power back in the House, you get the purse strings, uh, and you get the power back in the Senate? What can you do to keep this out-of-control executive in, in, in check? Anything? The House of Representatives controls the money. And my experience in I hate to say say this about my fellow Republicans, but when we were in control during Bush and during Trump, you know, we kind of wimped out yes. on that and did not use the power of the purse strings to cut federal spending enough. And so we don't fund these programs. Don't put them in a budget. The House has to pass the budget, starts the budget, and reject the budget that the president sends over, file our own budget, pass our own budget, and that budget must include getting rid of all of these wasteful uh, Democrat ideas of more federal spending, including funding opposition to the border. So I think they can do that by by doing it, by controlling the purse strings on where the money goes and where it does not go. Could could the House stop the 87,000 new uh, IRS agents or not? Oh, yes. Just not fund them. Don't give them the money. You know, it's already... Part of the plan, but don't fund those uh, 89,000 or 87,000 federal crazy. agents who are going to be armed. Apparently, they're going to all be armed as well. Don't fund them. I mean, you, you, you could put those 87,000 people, you could fund them, put them at school where a good guy with a gun can stop a bad guy. Put them on the border to help out the border control. Ted, what is the true charge of the border patrol? Could they, if they wanted to, raise their guns and say, if you come in, we're going to shoot you? I mean, could they just stop them at the border? Are we do we are we under some obligation to accept people coming here breaking the law? They break the law across the border, as you know. The second violation is being here illegally. So we we just have to take them, or can they turn them away? Well, they can turn them away, and now they set up procedures, of course, that uh, hamstring the the border protectors, all of them, by federal uh, by federal uh, not law necessarily, but regulations on what they can do, right. what they cannot do when people come in uh, to the United States uh, illegally. And using armed force is one of those that they are restricted from using against people coming in to the United States. That's but but if, you had a, if, you, if you had a, a different chief executive, he could change the enforcement rules. You could change the enforcement rules. Yes, you could change it. And I'm not it's saying shoot people, change. but what I'm telling them is that they should have in the back of their mind, I might get shot. I mean, I'm not saying that I want to kill a bunch of people trying to come here illegally, but we have to do something better than we're doing, don't we, Ted? I mean, something's got to change. Oh, it's just the opposite. They, they know that they're coming over. The first thing they're going to do is get a medical exam. They're going to get a cell phone, and then they're going to be taken care of and moved to wherever they want to go in the United States at taxpayers' expense. Uh, and so they know that. They know that all over the world, that our borders are open, and not only that, we will, we will welcome you and take care of you. It's crazy. And uh, that's, that message is being sent, obviously, to everyone in the world. We are the 
laughingstock of all nations who believe in having a sovereign country. Yeah, everybody, everybody else around the world thinks we're nuts. They do, and, and I think they're probably right. On an executive level, we are nuts. It's Ted Poe, former U.S. Uh, representative, former judge. I always like leaning on your, on your law brain, your, the, the mind that you've got. When you see the New York State Supreme Court, which is not the highest court, there's a court of appeals above them in New York, but when you see them say, hey, those mandates were illegal, and you've got to reinstate every medical worker, every New York City worker, every firefighter. You've got to reinstate them with back pay. You never should have fired them because the shot doesn't stop you from getting it, doesn't stop you from spreading it. That was a righteous decision, wasn't it? Absolutely. It was the correct decision. And it's unfortunate that it's come this late in the process yeah. of the national lockdown by Fauci and Biden. Uh, and But it, it, it is true. And I'm glad they're being able to... Uh, get their jobs back with back pay. Of course, uh, the government in, in New York is jumping out the window. Say, oh, we're going to fight this. Yeah. We're going to prevent this from happening, you know. So uh, anyway, the, the judges ruled correctly. The government, in my opinion, does not have the authority to make you take a shot. Right. And or wear a mask for that matter. You, you know what bothers me greatly, though, Ted? How many people under duress took the shot? They didn't want to, but they couldn't afford to lose their jobs. They couldn't dig their heels in because they had hungry, you know, kids at the house. Um, a lot of people took it, and now we know there are some serious adverse effects from these shots, especially on men. Um, they have no recourse. You know, they can't sue. Hey, you made me take the shot. That's what, right. What, what do they do? They there's got no nothing. recourse. They when they passed all of this legislation, they made sure that. Big Pharma was immune from uh, civil lawsuits and liability lawsuits. I guess they knew what was going to happen down the road, that all of these problems would occur, whatever, but they are, uh, they're not liable <clears throat> under current law for what uh, has happened to well, well, that's true. so many Americans. Well, because it's EUA. Uh, when, it's, uh, uh, when it's emergency usage authorization, they, they have immunity from liability. But that's about to end. The EUA is about to end. And no, there isn't an FDA-approved shot. That was all bunk. They just approved the licensing of names. But those, those shots have never been produced. But now you've got the CDC saying, we think you should add COVID shots to the schedule of vaccines before a kid can go to public school, which would then protect the pharma companies from, from uh, any sort of liability again uh, absolutely i think that is the reason and look and it seems like the latest statistics are uh, parents of school-aged children who are being told to take the shot only about six percent of those kids are getting shot so most of american parents have realized we don't want our kids to have a shot and they're not going to take the shot because we are in control contrary to what the left says parents are in control of their children and their kids education and the, their medical uh procedures that are given to them not the federal government right. the government cannot does not own our children <clears throat> that only happens in a marxist marxist society and we don't have that yet so I, i'm i'm proud of americans who are standing up to protect their children because that is their responsibility not the federal government and not school districts being told telling the rest of us telling parents and grandparents your kids got to take the shot to get into school that's nonsense yeah, Jack, can you believe both these guys are grandparents? <laughs> I, I've, got I mean? 12 grandkids. I've got twelve grandkids. I've got two. I've got two. So yeah, those those two young whippersnappers are both grandparents. All right. Um, uh, l let me ask you one last question. This is about the stupid January sixth commission. Um, they've decided to subpoena the former president to go and sit down in front of them to say that he was down the street giving a speech and didn't tell anybody to go and storm the Capitol. Uh, Ted, that that subpoena was just in time for the midterms. Any coincidence? Oh, that's ex absolutely the reason. 
the subpoena was issued. You know, all of these uh, January 6th hearings have, uh, you know, died with a whimper, each one of them. They haven't come up with any evidence of anything. And now they want to subpoena the president. Uh, I don't know if he's going to go or not. I, I think they have met their match if he shows up and testifies. But I don't think he has to legally, but I don't know if he will or not. He'll <laughs> we'll all find out about that. But it's all about, you know, they're running against Trump. The left is running against Trump. He's yeah. not on the ballot. If he, if he said today, I'm not running in 24, would they leave him alone? No, they wouldn't leave him alone. They would keep They would keep. <laughs> they just bothered. hate the guy, don't they? They hate him. That's right. And that's their campaign. We don't like Trump. He's a bad guy. Vote for the Democrats. He's not on the ballot. Shouldn't the chief issue be crime and maybe secondarily the economy for voters? Crime is the problem. The Democrats are saying now, oh, we're, we're against crime. We're against crime. Well, look at the, what has happened over the last year and a half in the United States. Yeah. People are afraid. They are. Everywhere. Everybody's afraid, and rightfully so, because crime has skyrocketed because there's no consequences, and this this no cash bail is nonsense. When people when I was a judge for 22 years, a person would come in and say, Judge Poe, I promise I'll come back if you let me go without a bond. I promise, I really will. You know, I, you didn't I believe didn't him, Ted? That. You didn't believe didn't him? That. Oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, uh, Ted, we appreciate you. We love you. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I'm glad that you're still in good health. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened to these guys, but uh, it was fun. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Keep right. fighting the forces of evil. <laughs> we will do, my friend. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Always a pleasure to have Ted Poe on. Appreciate him. Let's use the pop loader. Hi, Paul. What's going on? And so, just to confirm for anybody who's wondering, Jerry Lee Lewis is not dead. I mean, did TMZ report that he was? Then they had to fix themselves. I believe so. Uh, and they say he's alive, living in Memphis. So, <laughs> maybe don't report until you know that for a fact. All right, Polo. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.